day on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. An iconic political figure has decided to uh, hang him up after a number of years serving this community. Hamilton Center MP David Christofferson has decided that he will not seek re-election next year in the federal election after more than 30 years of public life. Dave Christofferson joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. David, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bill. How about you? Good. Did you sleep well last night after this decision? I did. I did, especially since... For, for the uh, first I, time in 30 years? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, I've uh, been wrestling with it for a while, so I've now crossed the Rubicon, and there's no going back, and there's a lot of relief in that. What uh, what led you to this, Dave, to, to, to this point where you decided that... I mean, everybody has a best-before date, but the speculation, and I, I, I think I speak for a lot of people, that figured, you know, you, this was going to be your seat for as long as you wanted it. Uh, yeah, and and I've been blessed and and uh, appreciated very much the the opportunity. Uh, you know what? It w- wasn't anything in particular. Um, I turned sixty five two weeks before the the general election. Uh, Fifteen years federally, five terms, <laughs> thirty three years in public life. There just there comes a natural time, Bill, when uh, when you need to hand off the torch uh, to the next generation and. Uh, and let them uh, pick it up and run with it. So it was really just a matter of, you know what? It's time. It's just time. I want to go back to uh, to 1985. I know that you actually got into politics a little bit before that when you worked for uh, the Lady and Deans, of course. But uh, when you decided to actually put throw your hat into the ring and run for public office, uh, it was, uh, as you recall back in those days, a rather tumultuous time at City Hall uh, with some, uh, some, shall we say, vibrant personalities there. <laughs> and uh, and you were one of the newcomers that got elected that year. And and uh, as a matter of fact, you were in pretty good company. Uh, a guy named Terry Cook and another fellow by the name of Dominic Agostino, uh, were, you were the three young bucks there that were supposed to change the world. And uh, I, I just want you to go back to those days uh, and looking at some of those personalities that you had to work with in those situations. And you guys basically as green as grass for the most part. Oh, totally, totally. We we didn't we didn't know which way was up or down, or where's the washroom, or what's a news conference. No, we really uh, we we didn't. And, um, and the three of us, of course, are, are very different. You know, uh, Terry's background, although he's nonpartisan now, but his background was PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom's uh, dedicated, as you know, lifelong liberal, and I'm the same with the NDP. And yet, the three of us uh, had a lot in common. When you set aside that partisanship, uh, and when you, I mean, I've always maintained that when you're talking about uh, where and when to build a park, um, there's no party membership to that kind of thinking. It's strictly a local decision uh, based on, uh, on the circumstances in front of you. Uh, yeah, we landed. I mean, if you think about the folks that were around then, um, you had Henry Merling, uh, we had Tom Murray, we had John Gallagher, Don Ross. Um, um, uh, my my um, uh, award mate, uh, Sheila Cop's mum, uh, was on council. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was Don, very Don colorful. Dr- Don Drury, another colorful figure. Oh yeah, and and one thing about him, I've learned uh, since then, of course, after uh, years doing other things in other arenas, is that there is no better place uh, to learn about politics than the bare knuckle. Uh, dynamics of what happens around Hamilton City Council. I mean, you'll recall, Bill, back in those days, uh, there were national news stories about the explosions, the political explosions that were happening on Hamilton City Council. I mean, it was a bit of a soap opera saga that people were following. And to land in the middle of that, and of course, you'll also recall, Bill, that uh, that was the biggest turnover. Uh, 
if I've been time in politics, uh, they say uh, timing is everything in politics, and it really uh, I think what that means is it's the timing of when you jump in. And I've been so lucky uh, when Terry and I landed at uh, City Council in '85. It had the biggest turnover of council, fifty percent since the years of former Mayor uh, Lloyd D. Jackson. Um, and, and of course, then I got lucky, just to, to, to put it in context, in 90, when I was lucky enough to get elected to Queen's Park, we formed the first NDP government. And then when I landed uh, federally in 04, it was the first minority government we'd had in a quarter of a century. So it's been uh, fascinating times. Um, and uh, my experience on city council, I don't think I would have survived the politics of uh, Queen's Park and Parliament Hill if I hadn't had the opportunity to um, learn the art um, uh, at the head of Hamilton City Council, because there's just no, no better place to learn. Dave, what drew you guys together? Because, I mean, you just mentioned the fact that you and Dominic and Terry all come from different political backgrounds and different political bents, but you guys became fast friends, and that, that, that maintained itself well past your time on City Council. Oh, yeah. I mean, within 90 minutes less than of me uh, publicly announcing yesterday, uh, Terry was on the phone to me, uh, and we were talking. And you're right, and, uh, we've always maintained that friendship, and if, if Dom was still with us, uh, he'd still be a part of that. Um, I, I think what it was was... Uh, was it survival? I mean, you were the three new guys with some pretty, uh, some pretty <laughs> you know, so, there were some pretty invasive personalities on that council. I mean, you know, those yeah. were the days of fist fights in the back parking lot. There's a lot of stuff yep. going on there. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, you, you spent your time there. You, yeah. you understand. I think what it was, again, to come back to it, I, I, I think the, um, the, the common element for us was the, the values that, that we brought to council uh, vis-a-vis Hamilton's interests. And, and, we, and we were very similar in that. So while Tom, Terry, of course, being a PC, uh, had uh, those areas of interest, um, you know, his professional background was as a social worker. Um, and um, although I'm an NDP -er, um, when you know, before that I was a labor leader, and quite frankly, nobody cares more about job creation and maintaining good jobs than labor leaders. And Dominic, Dominic just, you know, he bled the passion and uh, love that he had for Hamilton. So I think that's what it was, Bill. I think it was just all of us came with this, uh, a lot of ambition, no doubt about it. We were scrappy and, and ready to find our place. But uh, we, we loved Hamilton, and we wanted Hamilton to be as strong as it could be. And we shared a lot of values and a lot of similar approaches, and we respected each other. Uh, and that's, to me, that's the... Uh, the, the, the currency of politics is credibility, and that shows itself with respect. And uh, the three of us uh, honestly respected each other, uh, treated us, uh, treated each other with with dignity. Uh, and there wasn't an awful lot of that on council <laughs> every day, so it sort of stood out as something unusual. Yeah, you talked earlier about uh, the transition, and it's not unusual, as you mentioned, for people to get into the political re arena at the municipal level. And oftentimes they will look up, you know, and want to move up. And you made that decision in 1990, and how serendipitous was that, that you decided to run provincially? And lo and behold, uh, not only do you get elected, but you're part of the, a majority government. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's you know, I mentioned earlier that the timing in politics is everything, and I've been so blessed to arrive at, at a time of, of major change, which is always fascinating uh, in politics. 
Uh, no, listen, when I, when I ran, um, we were the third party. The uh, liberals under uh, Premier Peterson were over 50% when the election was called. Uh, there was no reason to believe that uh, history was going to show anything other than the Peterson government getting reelected with at least as big a majority, uh, possibly even bigger. My goal uh, was to uh, find myself a, a seat with Hamilton Center Provincial, um, but quite frankly, Bill, I fully expected that I was going to be in the back row of the third party underneath the burnt-out light bulb. Uh, I mean, I kind of thought that's, that's my starting place. And on election night, I, I, our victory party was at the uh, Sheridan downtown, and I spent the whole night going around the room asking people who were huddled around TVs, do we still have a majority? Uh, because I thought maybe it was like early polls coming in and, and it would change and sort out to the natural and that was just a, an, an unbelievable night, and I was just in shock. And when, when I arrived at the Sheraton, there was a, a scrum, a, a local a journalist, and uh, they kept asking me, uh, what's it like to be part of a majority government? And up to that point, I had no idea that that's what was in the offing because I was so focused on my own riding. And then, you know, wake up the next day, and lo and behold, you're part of a majority government, um, and away we go. Yeah, but the good news was, hey, David, you got elected, and hey, you've got a majority government. The bad news is Ontario is going through one of the worst recessions that they'd had in the last 50 years. Boy, you guys really had your hands full. Yeah, you know, Bob used to say, uh, Bob Ray uh, used to say uh, from time to time around the cabinet table when we were wrestling with some of these very issues, um, and he would look around the room and he'd look at us and he'd say, you know, I wanted to be premier in the worst way, and that's exactly what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I still back then, it still does have a great sense of humor. But, yeah. but, but and by the way, for the record, because I don't have any 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 sway in this thing at all. But I mean, uh, contrary to the urban myth, uh, the re- the recession recovery that started was actually halfway through your term. It didn't wait until there was a change of government four years later. Uh, there was some pretty good economic news that was going on, but uh, there were other issues which came into that. But anyway, you stayed there for quite some time uh, as as a provincial member and sat there. You actually served as as a deputy speaker for a while, didn't you? In the yeah, house? I did. I did, and I had a, um, a stint as a house leader too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and and then the move to federal uh, did, with a natural transition for you at that stage, and uh, and moving on. I want, to, I want to ask you one particular thing about this because people that don't know a lot about politics, except for around election time, we we tend to get our interests up for that sort of thing, Dave. But maybe they watch Question Period, or, you know, and uh, about what's happening provincially or in the the federal legislature. And and obviously, it looks like a bunch of kids that that are on Ritalin or should be on Ritalin anyway. It gets a little crazy. But the thing is, the reality here is that oftentimes you guys will, will argue like tigers back and forth along each other, and when it's all over, you guys are out for a coffee or a beer. There's a, there's a, a kinship there that uh, with people that are in elected office, both provincially and federally, isn't there? There is. And, uh, I mean, you and I, Bill, I mean, you served, I've served. Um, there, you feel that because you've walked in those shoes, and you, you know both the honor and the stress of being an elected person uh, in Canada. And, and one of the things I've enjoyed is reaching across the aisle and getting to know people. I mean, some of my closest political friendships have been with people who were not members of my party. Uh, federally, uh, my very good friend, Mario Boulanger, the late Mario Boulanger, mm-hmm. who died not long ago and was instrumental in uh, private legislation that uh, upgraded our, uh, our national anthem to, to be more reflective of current values. Um, 
and and him and I were very close through our work with the Canada Africa Parliamentary Association. And he, you know, he like me. I was a diehard NDP. He was a diehard uh, liberal, and and yet, you know, we we uh, we put that aside uh, when we were done the active politics, and then we went on and had again shared value system. I mean, it's. Uh, and, and having that friendship and having that respect across the aisle means so much because some of the highlights uh, that I've personally experienced where, were when either at city council or in particular provincial or federal parliaments when the whole house is able to set those things aside and rise to the occasion and show Ontarians or Canadians that, yeah, look, we can do the schoolyard stuff and we can look like fools and we can play all the dumb antics that go with politics, but you know what? When it comes down to the stuff that really matters to Canadians, we unite and stand together, as we are now in terms of facing what's going on from the U.S. Uh, I haven't changed my thoughts about liberals or the liberal government uh, uh, because of the trade issue, but on the trade issue, when it comes to where do I stand in terms of my country and my prime minister versus the assault we're under, make no question, I don't care what party they belong to. That's my prime minister and it's my country. And when you rise to that occasion, it's a great feeling because it, it does show you that, that, that the elected people have that ability to reflect the the higher honor um, that I think Canadians strive for when we deal with these big life and death issues and and identity issues in terms of Canada and our place in the world and I love that feeling and and you can't get that if you're still being petty with each other and sniping and heckling one another when you're not only in the house but now walking down the hall to a committee meeting and you're still sniping at each other it, it doesn't make that possible so you have to have that ability. And quite frankly, Bill, in my opinion, those that don't find the way to do that lose so much out of what uh, the parliamentary experience is for us citizens that I'm soon about to become again, uh, who are given that unique honor uh, to be elected, a Canadian elected representative. That's a heck of a thing. So what's next, Dave? I mean, after all these years, uh, uh, I've I read the press release, the, the issue that you sent out yesterday, and it says you're walking away from public life. I had one person ask me, is he going to run for mayor this year? And I said, it says stepping away from public life, and being the mayor is very public, too. I, I, are you done with politics as far as you're concerned? Yeah, I mean, you touched on my only Achilles heel. Um, it's the, the mayor. I make no, you know, still no bones about the fact that uh, if I had had an opportunity, uh, a wish list to do one thing, I would love, would love to have been uh, the mayor of our beautiful city. And I envy those fellow Hamiltonians who who have that opportunity to serve. Um, but I, you know, 2003, I took my shot. I put my name out there. Uh, Hamiltonians made their decision, and and that was no, and uh, and they went in a different direction. Um, that's the hardest one, and um, even my wife is a little bit nervous about the fact that there's still a couple of weeks left before nominations close. Um, but uh, I have made the decision that uh, I uh, I am done with with public life to the extent that it. It is that time, and I really believe it's important for me to, to hand off the torch uh, to that uh, uh, next generation of Hamiltonians who will do a fantastic job and a much better job than I could ever have done. Um, but but I, I, just don't, I just don't see you sitting on the rocking chair on your front porch watching the world go by, though. No, fair enough. No, I, um, I, I, I do have plans to continue 
with uh, some of the work that I've begun internationally with uh, emerging democracies and in particular areas of um, transparency and accountability around Auditor General Public Accounts Committee systems. Uh, I've already done some work uh, in Myanmar, Jamaica, and I was in Ghana doing workshops with their uh, Public Accounts Committee through the Canadian Audit and Accountability Foundation, of which um, I've been asked to join as the board of directors. And so uh, I kinda, it kind of makes sense, Bill. There's nowhere to run for an international seat, <laughs> but I'd like to take all this experience and, and put it to good use at the international level. So I think what's going to happen, Bill, is the, this last part of my, my uh, active working life, um, I, will, you know, I'm, I went from local union leader, city hall, uh, provincial, federal, it just makes sense that, uh, that I spend a few years internationally, and that's where I want to focus, on emerging democracies, electoral systems, and um, Auditor General reports and Public Accounts Committee. Turns out, Bill, that just by lasting long enough, I'm, I'm uh, arguably the longest-serving member on a Public Accounts Committee in the entire Commonwealth. And so there's a lot of, you know, experience there to pass on, given the importance of the work that uh, public accounts committees do with auditor general reports. And we all know the importance of auditor general reports. So that's what I'm looking at. And, um, and I hope that maybe, maybe there's a uh, room for me to make uh, just a little bit more contribution uh, on the international stage. Well, uh, maybe stepping down from the elected office, but certainly uh, we're not going to hear the end of David Christofferson, I'm sure. David, uh, congratulations on a great career, and I know we'll be talking a lot more in the future about uh, future endeavors. Thanks for this today. Oh, thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. And thanks for all you do for the community, too, Bill. Great talking with you again, Dave. Thanks. David Christofferson, uh, NDP MP for Hamilton Center, announcing he will not be seeking re-election in uh, next year's federal election. Uh, that's a whole different conversation about who may fill that role. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.